0: You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, and push you to a new edge of discovering what that big CEO energy means for you. Listen, I understand that we have barriers that we carry from when we were once employees, and those have impacted us as we continue to build our businesses. I'm here to walk alongside you and give you encouragement through interviews with friends and other women in business who have broken down those barriers and paved their own way. Tune in with me as we uncover some of the unconscious things that we do that keep us from building that big CEO energy we've always dreamed about. Let's dive in. Welcome back. We are going to chat all about busy thinking. (laughs) And it's a scary, scary topic, so buckle up. We all lead busy lives, don't we? I mean, think about it. From managing our businesses, juggling our family commitments, and pursuing personal growth, it's really, really easy to get caught up in this whirlwind of thoughts. But here's the thing. Busy thinking alone doesn't equate to progress. In fact, honestly, it can leave us overwhelmed, stuck, and unable to take action. Today, I'm going to be sharing some techniques to help us overcome these challenges of busy thinking and overwhelming thinking and overthinking that can hinder our progress and really turn it into being productive and using it as a creative outlet. Busy thinking, honestly, is is really the thinking that doesn't lead anywhere, right? It's often associated with anxiety and fear. And when we think this way, thought seems to be like the what if." So what if I start this membership and nobody shows up? What if I do all of this work for the workshop and nobody attends and nobody signs up? What if I start this email newsletter and I only get, you know, five people what if I start a podcast and nobody comes to listen, right? And enter and, and any sort of what if in, in there. It doesn't have to be business related, but what if? And it's all surrounded around like this this worry. And it causes this busy thinking. And it really honestly doesn't produce anything productive. I mean, when was the last time that the what ifs were productive in your life? Busy thinking refers to the state of mind that's honestly constant mental activity. You have, like, the racing thoughts and and feeling of being overwhelmed with, like, tasks and responsibilities, right? The, The task list that's a mile long that never seems to get done. And it's the state where our minds are literally always occupied, bouncing from one thought to another without really finding a moment of respite. Well, being productive and, and having a lot on your plate, honestly, is probably the most admirable thing that, you know, society can tell us. You're so productive and you have so much going on. And it's this weird accolade thing that we've we've put out into the world to make people think that, like, we're doing something productive. But relentlessly, busy thinking is, is counterproductive if it hampers your ability to prioritize and make decisions— and ultimately take action. And honestly, busy thinking oftentimes makes you feel scattered and, and mentally drained and hindered to your progress. One of the big pitfalls, I think, in busy thinking is that it can create this false sense of productivity, right? And you might find yourself constantly engaged in various activities and, and not making any substantial progress toward your goals. It's like Running on the treadmill and expending all of your energy, but staying in the same place, right? I think we've done that a lot in our businesses, especially, you know, when you don't have a team of support, it can often feel like you're doing all the busy work and you're doing all the stuff and things and you're not really getting to a place where you can you can be working on your business instead of being in your business, and busy thinking, honestly, is, is kind of the culprit of that because we think that we need to be doing all of these things to stay productive and, and stay busy, but really, it's we're missing the slowdown. We're missing finding people that can help us move the needle of our business forward without all of this busy thinking in between. And honestly, busy thinking, what does it do, right? It, it leads to a lack of focus, and a lack of clarity, and with a a mind that's cluttered by multiple thoughts, it it can honestly become challenging to identify what truly matters and allocate your time and resources effectively. As a result, right, what happens? Important tasks are neglected, opportunities might slip through the cracks, and overall, your performance probably suffers and, and your business suffers, But moreover, business thinking can be detrimental to your well-being. Constant mental chatter and the pressure to keep up with never-ending demands can contribute to stress, anxiety, and ultimately the big famous word of burnout, right? Your physical and your mental health is going to be compromised with busy thinking, no doubt about it. And honestly, it it impacts your ability to thrive in both your personal and your professional life. It's important to recognize the signs of busy thinking and and proactively address them. By taking a step back and reflecting on your priorities and adopting strategies to streamline your thoughts, you can regain control of your mind and, and transform this busy thinking into purposeful action you're probably going to think that I'm crazy. But honestly, this first step of breaking free of this cycle of busy thinking is to acknowledge when it's happening. Sometimes it's helpful to just call it out loud, to to name it up front, and then pause and reflect. Take a moment to assess your priorities and define what truly matters to you. Is, insert the worry here, going to be productive in my thinking? Or is this just another overwhelmed thought that is trying to distract me from what my true purpose is? By clarifying those goals, you gain a sense of direction and purpose and and really allowing you to make intentional decisions and move forward past this busy thinking. I want to address overwhelming thinking because that's a little bit different. And it's overwhelming thinking is this feeling of feeling swamped by a seamlessly endless to-do list, right? And unable to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I'm talking about. You know the, the to-do lists, the ones that are lively on paper with no drops and date. And by the end of the day, things are getting moved to the next day. And then the next day comes, and you do as much as you can, and you're probably doing the easiest things. And what happens? The rest of that gets moved to the next day, right? And it just keeps happening, and it's this constant cycle of back and forth and back and forth. And it's a common challenge, right? Let me tell you, there is nobody on the planet that has not gone through this. It exists in everyone. But I think the goal is is it doesn't have to paralyze you. And if we're taking this big list, right, and we're breaking it into manageable chunks, setting realistic expectations about what your day is doing, what you can manage, and and focusing one step at a time, there's this regaining of control over your workload and and regaining of confidence in your abilities. I bet you've heard the, the top three for the day. Sometimes... I know that that's not realistic, but I like to think of my top three as if I get nothing else done for the day, these better well be done. They're the things that are deadlined and have to be done, right? They are the things that people are going to be asking you where it is if it's not going to be done. And overthinking is kind of if you think of a, a mental spider web. And it traps us in this cycle of doubt and indecision. If it can spin us in a new direction that we never even saw coming, it usually is stuff that we really didn't want to take on, right? When we think and overthink, it tends to not be from a good place. It causes so much anxiety. And I know people that have literally made themselves sick because they have been overthinking. Like, it's really honestly time to cut through these tangled threads of overthinking and and to take decisive action. One effective approach that I've come across to combat overthinking when it happens in me is to embrace creativity. It's interesting. When I am really feeling overwhelmed and I just go out to the barn and I'm just in, in, in nature and I just feel really, really free or I'll sit and I'll just doodle. I'm not a drawer. I'm not a painter. I'm not, I don't do arts and crafts. For mm. <laughs> but what I found is that if I can figure out some creative outlet to engage my imagination and explore like alternate perspectives that can spark new ideas and possibilities, I think it's worth saying, like, don't be afraid to think outside the box and challenge your conventional wisdom. Like, you might uncover innovative strategies to propel your business and your life forward just by taking a breath or just by crocheting or reading or you know, trying a different coffee house or finding some other way to escape what is happening in your brain now. Usually, when you are in creative spaces, it so happens that your brain uses a different side of it to really embrace the fact that it is allowed to think differently. And honestly, some of my best ideas are with a man on my You know, like. I just am able to be a little bit free thinking. I'm able to, you know, as I'm kind of working through and trying new things on her and helping her learn, it really sparks this this thinking within me that is, maybe I should do X, Y, and Z, or maybe I should try X, Y, and Z, or I've always thought about doing yada yada, right? Insert whatever that is here that comes up. And I like to take a mental note because most of the time it is something that has come in as a pleading thought and I didn't really let it percolate and now it's coming back to the forefront and that's what I really wanna give it the full attention, right? But I can only do that if I'm releasing somewhere else. If I'm constantly working in my business and I'm constantly showing up at my desk and that's the only place that I'm trying to find a creative outlet, that's not going to serve me very well. Another powerful tool to, to counter overthinking is delegation. And, and you hear me scream this from the rooftops all of the time. But many of us, honestly, have the hardest time, especially if you're a woman, releasing control. And it's really this fear that people won't meet our expectations, right? It's, we see the TikToks all the time. We see people on on YouTube, whatever, that say, yes, my, my husband or my child helped me clean, but it wasn't mom clean, right? So you go behind them and you do it the way that, quote unquote, it's supposed to be done. When really, newsflash, I love you all so much, but I'm going to tell you, how they did it is good enough, right? How they did it, just because it doesn't meet your expectations, you are putting someone on a pedestal that they never has to be in. And so when we do that, it's never going to be good enough. And then it creates this thinking of, I have to do everything because nobody does it the way that I do it. And I'm lovingly going to tell you, Let them do it their way. Let them do it the way that their heart is helping you. Delegate and and let them meet their own expectations. You know, if if people always show up in a place of fear because i got to do it mom's way, that creates a little bit of resentment there. And so when you delegate tasks, not only does it free up your time, when you delegate them with no expectations, it frees up your heart. But also, it allows others to contribute their unique skills and their insights. I always say, hire for the folks that have a different zone of genius than you do. But remember, you do not have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders alone. We are not meant to to be alone, but alongside this delegation, it's it's building a support network that is crucial and surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who inspire and, and uplift you, right? Creating communities of people that rally with you instead of against you is really, really important. Share your challenges and your triumphs with people that get it right? And and seek guidance when it's needed. Success is never a solitary journey. And if we trick ourselves into thinking that we're getting to whatever mountaintop we have inserted here by ourselves, we're missing really, really good people along the way. And we're missing really, really, really good information along the way because we've pivoted ourselves to think that we've done it by ourselves and so we don't take time to praise other people we don't take time to think them and i want to just make sure darn sure that when we are in this overthinking mode when we are letting stress impede how we show up in our businesses and how we show up in our relationships it often creates this anxiety-ridden belief that we are chasing after something that will never exist. So far, we've discussed how to break free from busy thinking, overcome overwhelming thinking, and then combat this overthinking that we like to show up with. But what about turning those empowered thoughts that we have into tangible actions? And I have one word for you. It's accountability. Holding yourself accountable and setting clear milestones is really the the key to turning intentions into reality. And if we start by creating an action plan and and setting specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goals, right? SMART goals. We've we've talked about this before. And then we track our progress regularly. Celebrating small wins along the way, you build momentum and confidence in your ability to manifest your vision. Now, here's an essential reminder. Remember to embrace failure as a part of your journey. And and through our failures, what happens? We learn and we grow and ultimately we succeed. I think it's important to say, don't let fear of failure paralyze you into inaction, right? What does that mean? If we constantly live in fear of failure, we oftentimes will elect not to do something because it's scary. So instead, we need to be viewing failures as opportunities and, and refine our approach and adjust the course to reach these greater heights. And and lastly, perhaps maybe even the most important, is don't forget to nurture your well-being. Self-care is not a luxury. It's a necessity. Prioritize your activities that rejuvenate your mind, your body, and your spirit, whether it's exercising, practicing mindfulness, pursuing hobbies, Remember that a healthy and a balanced you really is the foundation for a thriving business and and life. So what are we going to do, right? One, we're going to pause and reflect on our priorities and gain clarity and direction. Two, we're going to break these overwhelming tasks that we have made into this big long list into manageable chunks and focus on one step at a time. Three, let's embrace creativity and explore unconventional approaches to overcome overthinking. Four, let's delegate tasks and build a support network to share the load. Five, hold yourself accountable by setting smart goals and tracking your progress. Do those check-ins with yourself, y'all. Set those meetings with yourself. I don't care if you're a one-woman show. Give yourself meetings. And finally, prioritize your self-care to maintain a healthy and balanced mindset. I want you to always remember that turning this busy thinking, overwhelming thinking, and overthinking into action is a continuous process. It requires dedication, patience, and a commitment to personal growth. And if you are saying that you are all in on yourself, then your self-care is not a luxury. It is a priority. And when we make ourselves a priority, guess what? Our business becomes overflowing. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. If you heard something that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people just like you become inspired to move the needle of their big CEO energy into a positive direction. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.